Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. I live my day as if it was the last. Live my day as if there was no past. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome to Solo in the City on CJAD 800. I'm Cheryl Vesner, your dating coach and founder of SoloInTheCity.tv, and I'm pleased to introduce my co-host for this entire month, co-founder of PR Mixer, Vincent White. Hi, Cheryl. How are you? I'm so good. You know, it's been such a refreshing, different change from last month when I had Marie-Claude Savard here. And mm-hmm. this was two women constantly, you know, seeing how we look at life chatting. and love and chatting, you know, as two girlfriends do. Uh-huh. And now along comes this fantastic successful, very good-looking <laughs> bachelor, and you bring a whole new dynamic to the to the roundtable and to all the conversations that we're having. So thank you so much for contributing everything you have this month so of far. Of course. It's great to be here. Great to be here and uh, on this uh, third segment of this month. And um, and how was your, uh, your, your Valentine's? Uh, can we get into it at this point? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, listen, everybody, last show we did was live at the W last weekend. That mm-hmm. was so much fun, right? I mean, you know, everybody there just knows how to throw a party and and you know it was all about okay let me set the stage again for anybody who missed that show every guy who walked in there got that heart around Mm -hmm. their neck correct right and every woman got a key and the whole purpose was to bring you close enough to be able to talk to each other so as you know for them it was you know the girl gets to lock or unlock to whoever she chooses I looked at it as the key to your heart Right. Correct. Yeah, it was uh, it was a remarkable experience. I had such a great time and a great turnout. And again, the W really you know knows how to you know put an event together. Well, so yeah, you know, well, listen, Dwayne and and his team from the Eat the restaurant Eat, ah, so good, uh, amazing, eh? Yeah. So so they had their prefix menu, which was fantastic. But then it was also the Plateau Lounge when they did you know the Lotus. They called it the Lotus Party, <laughs> right? Very sexy, uh-huh. very Kama Sutra style. So that you know it was interesting because. You you had a lot of singles in there and a lot of couples, and it was interesting to watch them all mix around together and everything. Oh, and it's a great place, great place. I recommend for anyone who hasn't been yet, you must go. And uh, gosh, just the food, restaurant eats, brand new, great decor, great design. Yeah, uh, no, it's really it's a, it was a treat. Great date place, right? Yeah, hundred percent. And then I. If anybody hasn't checked out the Wonder Bar downstairs, they did Saint Valentin. And that showed you how many people can go out on, well, the eve of Valentine's Day, because it was the 13th, and really enjoy that space and get to meet new people. And what I found out that night was people had met the year before and actually were had gotten engaged in between. Is that amazing? Yeah, I know. Really so that's great. Prompting so, relationships. Yeah. So my Valentine's Day was was great, I have to say. You know, I, I went to um, a friend of mine, uh, business associate, Natasha Noel, who's actually going to be on this show and the roundtable coming up. She's a matchmaker here. And I went to a party that uh, she was doing as well. So um, got to meet a lot of new singles. And uh, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, Natasha actually fixed me up with oh. my present bow. Hey, how about that? I know. So I actually 
kind of, this is going to sound like really privileged, and it was, but I actually got to jet off to Paris for a little, Ooh, yeah, well a little, you know, that's no, great. Valentine's Day <laughs> celebration, the city, lights, yeah. the city of lights and love, right? <laughs> anyway, so um, Valentine's Day for me was great, and I also celebrated with my son, mm-hmm. so that was really lovely, so. Terrific. Yeah, how was yours? Oh, mine was terrific. I, we uh, haven't talked since the Thursday, the Saturday night. That's correct. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's right. And on uh, on the on the 14th on last Sunday, I was over went over to the uh, um, Gallery AKA, which is based uh, on St. Paul Street in Old Montreal, and uh, it's the gallery of choice of uh, Quebec artist Corneau, and uh, she had a chocolate and champagne event throughout the day, and um, I went to uh, I went to pay a visit, and it was it was truly remarkable. You know, place to be, and and again, I mean, champagne and, and chocolates. What what else could go wrong on a Sunday, especially on Valentine's Day? So, um, <laughs> the two do go together. That's right. So let's talk a little bit about love now and what's going on out there. So this was interesting. This was um, an article that I was reading. It was in Psychology Today, and they did a report. It was um, a, a study that they did between the difference between lust and love, and they were saying that different parts of your brain are activated. So lust, they said, activates rewards and motivation. Why love kind of targets the regions of your brain that are more about caring and empathy. And they said, you know you're in love when you care more about your partner than you do about yourself. Mm. What, yeah. you're shaking your head. You're not well, so sure about oh, that? Well, I think it's, I mean, of course, when you're in love, for sure, you're, you're always putting yourself second. I think that's, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's a fact. But in the same way, you want to make sure that you take the time for yourself, right? And we talked about that recently as well. Yeah, one of the past shows about not losing yourself into your relationship. Exactly, exactly. You want to remain, remain, uh, remain grounded. And, uh, uh, but of course, you know, when you're in love, for sure, you want to put uh, the other person uh, um, ahead of you, at least given mostly maybe the key word is attention. Give all your attention to the person as much as you can, but you can't lose yourself either. That's so, right. Yeah. You know, it's very important to let the other person know, especially when you're starting to date, mm-hmm. that they're a priority in your life. And, and and there is even a sequencing that goes along about that. You know, you don't want to make them your focal point. As a matter of fact, Marie-Claude and I had had a conversation last month about the fact that um, she was saying that one of her friends, whenever she gets into a relationship, she kind of like forgets about her girlfriends and goes off with, with the gentleman that's mm-hmm. in her life. So there is a, um, a sequencing of prioritization mm-hmm. that kind of happens and especially if you have kids you know mm-hmm. that that's a whole different uh, element that, to throw into it but i think what they're talking about is when you're in love and you really care about that other person you want them to be their best mm-hmm. and and you really want to encourage them and that includes you know taking time for themselves doing the things that they love to do and and really letting them blossom mm-hmm. and grow and with that you even see your relationship blossom and grow. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's focused around positivity, uh, around support. And uh, I think it's a great point. It's a great point about about sequencing as well, those priorities. But you don't want to necessarily also want to jump in through everything too fast. But but, uh, I think all in all, you know, you want to make sure that you do offer that support, that attention, and uh, and love will, will go around for sure. Yeah. Well, and, and on the same note, um, Binghamton University, and they, they did another little study. This is in New York. And they kind of said that they feel that women suffer more emotional pain than men at a breakup 
yet rebound from it faster. What do you think on that one? I think it's actually something maybe that is um, that maybe a lot of people can can associate to. I think you sometimes um, you know you 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 refer you think that maybe men can bounce back uh, um, you know fairly quickly and uh, and then it's only afterwards that they realize oh gosh maybe what have I lost or what have I what what's what are those changes I'm going through and um, and sometimes I think um, you know women will have be be better at be able to cope or, or at least to listen to their feelings um, off the bat and understand the situation and then of course move on so um, I, I think that could be uh, that's something that you can you know draw a couple related points to certainly yeah well, they they were referring to the fact that in a lot of cases women sleep less and they eat more that kind of brings me back to that Bridget Jones diary thing remember yeah. that scene where I don't know if everybody saw that movie but where Bridget Jones is lying on her couch after a, a breakup and she's eating like ice cream and donuts and like just showing her face. I know when I've had a breakup in the past, I didn't eat. I kind of went the other way. But one thing I do want to say to everybody listening out there is the one thing is about breakups is it's an opportunity um, where you can do two things. Most people try to get busy and they keep themselves distracted. The problem with distraction is one day it stops and every time you calm down, you remember and you go back to that space of sadness, which is okay. And at the beginning, you might want to keep distracted. But I have a piece of advice. The one thing that really helps people get over a breakup is progress to do something that is about you. And then this kind of goes back to, you know, loving yourself. Um, do something that shows that you have growth, that there is movement moving forward, something you can be proud of, you know, whether it's in your business or, or trying a new challenge or really throwing yourself into a new activity that brings you to another level. So that's my little piece of advice uh, when it comes to. Yeah. And you know, what? at one point, I think on, uh, on my end of things, it's always, I tend to recommend, you know, go train, go work out. You see a lot of people go to the gym. I need to change my ideas up and right. being, you know, healthy. It's you, it, it's uh, you, you become mentally healthy as well. Healthy so. activity is great, but again, don't use it as just a distraction. Sure. Anyway, coming up on Solo in the City, we'll talk to the founder of Eligible Magazine, Gary Wilson. You're listening to Solo in the City on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. You ain't got no money, I ain't got no time. All these faces looking funny when I'm driving by. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome back to Solo in the City and joining my guest co-host, once again, Vincent White. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, everyone. Uh, so, you know, I love the fact that you're here right now because the guest that's about to come on air with us, uh, Gary Wilson, he's the founder of Eligible Magazine. And I'm going to pitch the idea that you have to be on the front cover of this magazine. Okay, ladies and we'll gentlemen. Talk Gary into it. Yeah. Um, there have been many eligible bachelors and bachelorettes that have been part of this wonderful world of Gary Wilson. He is also um, the founder of Eligible Social Club and is presently out hidden away somewhere, so he's coming to us long distance because he's writing his book, Seven Things Women Want Men to Know But Can Never Tell Us. So welcome to the show, Gary. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. And so, you know what, um, I want to jump right into this because you, first of all, were this 
single eligible man about town, and uh, I know recently you are still eligible, as you like to say, right? But, right. But you are in a relationship. I am. That's yeah. great. That's great. And I happen to know your wonderful uh, paramour. Uh, she's a great dating coach, uh, Natalia. So yeah, she, she is great. She is amazing. So I want to ask you, how do you think the 21st century man is approaching dating these days? Well, I think in a word, I'd say haphazardly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's why they need your book, Gary. <laughs> yes, they do. I hope they do. Well, uh, you know, there's a lot of men suffering from um, dating ADHD, what I would refer to dating ADHD. There's so many options. Uh, there's too many options, I think. And, um, you know, when dating apps look like video games and um, sometimes dating is treated in the same uh, regard. And um, so, you know, what I see is, there are more and more men who are confused about how to date. And when I say men, gosh, I mean, I do some date coaching and I have a gentleman who's 39 and, and uh, he just doesn't know which way to turn. He's a handsome guy and well put together, professional. Um, so there's a lot of uh, confusion about how to date. And then, I don't know, I think that I remember on the Seinfeld show, Jerry Seinfeld, I think, said about, uh, about cable, it's not what's on, it's what else is on. <laughs> and um, that's the thing, you know, that's why we, we flip the channels over and over again. It's what else is on. So there's very little direction. Well, in the uh, dating world, it's men. swiping, but you're right. We just flip yeah. around, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, interesting, your book, uh, Seven Things Women Want Men to Know, but here's the interesting part, but can't or can never tell us. It's can never tell us. Why isn't it won't ever tell us? Why do you think it's can instead of won't? Well, because the the biggest... Um, epidemic out there in the dating world, and the most common thing I hear from women is, I'm tired of dating boys, I want to date a real man. Now, if you want to date a real man, how do you tell him um, what it is you want him to do, what behaviors? Half the time, if you ask a woman, you know, what what do you love about that person, or what does that person, that man do for you? She'll say, I don't know, it's just a feeling I get inside. So, number one, she can't tell him um, or other men, because she's not sure how to articulate these feelings that she gets when she's around him. Um, and secondly, you just can't, even if you could identify, um, you know, a man does this or a man does that, how do you tell him without emasculating him? Mm-hmm. And so that's the key. This is a book for men to describe seven behaviors, um, and, um, and there are things that women want, but maybe couldn't articulate exactly, and if they could, it'd be hard for them to uh, come across from them. You know, I recently had a situation um, a while ago. I went on a second date with somebody, and um, the first time we went out, he didn't open the door. And I know this sounds, you know, trivial to some people, but for me, it's it's very important. It's part of chivalry, and I like that. And um, when I went on the second date, I wanted him to know that I, I like that. So how I got my point across, and this is the way I, I kind of coach a lot of people, men and women, how to, especially women when it comes to men, and, and I want both of you to weigh in on this, rather than saying, you know, I like when a man opens a door. I said, I asked him a question. I said, what is it that a woman can do that would make you feel special, you know, each day? A little thing that they could do, like give you coffee in the morning if you were living together. Would that make you feel special? And, and he said, yes. And he goes, uh, and then naturally his question was, well, what about you? And I said, you know, hmm, 
Let me think about it. You know what? I love when a man opens the door for me when I get in and out of a car. He never mm-hmm. didn't open that car door again. I think it's a great way to verbalize it. It's you're prompting the conversation or at least, you know, the idea of. Because sometimes maybe it's just yeah, not as chivalrous as you would like him to be. But there's ways of right. approaching that, but do it in a subtle way. So I think that's a great way of, of prompting that. And then it becomes a focus. It's setting your standards without pointing a finger. And who knows? I mean, for instance, in that case, he might have just forgotten that one time, you know. Sure. So you never know these things. But I think one thing is, uh, Gary, I think what your book is getting at is we have to learn how to communicate to the other person. You know, we, we're, we are male, female, and we don't communicate the same way, correct? Yeah, 100%. I really liked how you handled that situation. If I was asked, um, you know, how do I get my man to do this or that, I would have the same type of answer. It's, it's encouragement. It's letting him know that this makes me feel good. And, you know, or it turns me on or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> and we immediately resonate with that because we have egos and because we want to be the man inside. We want to be the man. But many of us just don't know how to be the man. And, and, and you want to please us, right, men? You 100%. want to please us, not just be the man, but you want to make the woman happy. For sure. For sure. So you're always looking at ways to, again, put, you know, give your attention to the partner. But yeah. I agree. You're listening, by the way, to Gary Wilson. He's joining Vincent and I. He is the founder of Eligible Magazine, and we're talking about what men should know and women sometimes can't tell them, and that's the focus of his book, Seven Things Women Want Men to Know But Can Never Tell Us. So um, one of the things is how do you follow up on that? So, for instance, if you've given that prompter, so in my case, for instance, uh, same scenario with somebody else, Two months down the road, doors not being opened, I stood beside the door. I looked across the car. I smiled, gave him like a cutesy little look. He thought it was sexy and came back around and opened my door. Never forgot again. (laughs) So sometimes you need prompters, right? Well done. Mm -hmm. So do you think that that is the best way um, for a woman to communicate to men through, um, you know, little subtle hints rather than direct, I want you to do this? Yeah, 100%. And, and you know, um, when I give some conferences with women, inevitably the first question, there's a question and answer period, and, you know, it's always the same question. How do I get my man to do this, do that, or whatever? And, uh, in fact, one woman said, how do I get him to take the garbage out? And I really had to dig deep for that one. But, you know, my answer was, first of all, we do want to please. We want to feel like the man. We want to be looked at like the man and in the best light possible. And, um, you know, my quick answer to that, was, to that was, you know, maybe next time he takes out the garbage when he has to take out the garbage, tell me, you know, um, I'm reminded of the time I used to watch my dad when I was a little girl, watch my dad take the garbage out, and I thought, wow, my dad is just such a strong man. He's such a good man. And I want you to know that when I watch you just now, I just had these feelings inside that you're just so masculine or you're so attractive or it just does something for me and you're hitting on the right cues because he wants to be looked at that way he wants to be masculine and the man and uh, we'll do we'll do whatever it takes to do that so now garbage turns and taking the garbage out almost turns into foreplay well i I was actually going to say that maybe if they took the garbage out that had more time for the woman in the morning and you could have a little kiss or a little extra cuddle or who knows what if you share those tasks in the morning and there was studies done by the way in germany that uh, we we talked about this a while ago on the show um in germany that people who share i know this is a little off topic but people who share housekeeping chores have better relationships so 
there's something for everybody to think about when mm-hmm. it comes to taking out the garbage. Absolutely. Yeah. So what do you think women really want? If you had to choose, let's say, the num- top three things that real women really want their partners to know, what would it be? Well, I think that um, women really like a man who's decisive, who's clear on his own vision, who's um, authentic, and um, and clear on what he wants from her. I think that women... Um, it's common for women during dating to ask themselves the question, what does he want from me? Like, does he only want sex? Does he want long-term? Does he want just fun? What is it? And so when a man's authentic and clear, um, first with himself and then with those around him, and especially his romantic interests, then that really resonates uh, with women. You know what? I think uh, we that's the top thing that we can go with. I mean, you know, that's mm-hmm. what women want. And you know what? I, I want people to read your book. So let's not give them any more information on this. They can go to your website also to find out all these answers and all this beautiful knowledge mm-hmm. that you share with everybody. So that's Gary Wilson. And how do they reach you, Gary, and find you online? Uh, well, Eligible Magazine is online at eligiblemagazine.com. We also have a digital magazine version that, uh, two versions actually, one's a magazine uh, format on Apple's newsstand, and uh, you can just Google Eligible Magazine uh, uh, iTunes, and you'll see two apps there. The, the apps are free, uh, the content on one is free, the content on the other is um, issue. Amazing, amazing. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Gary. It's uh, been very enlightening. Coming up next on Solo in the City, our dating debate, What Women Want. You're listening to News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Sorry that it took a long time. And I hope you know that I was a problem from the start. <laughs> Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome back to Solo in the City and to my guest co-host this month, Vincent White. It's the Roundtable. Hey, all right. Good. Can't wait to uh, have a chat with our guests. I know, I know. And and one of them I really, again, want to introduce you to because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Gary is Eligible Magazine, but mm-hmm. this woman is a matchmaker. She is Natasha Noel, founder of the Absolute Bachelor Club. Welcome to the show, Natasha. Thank you so much, Cheryl and Vincent. How are you guys? Doing terrific. Thank you. Yourself? Yes, very well. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, well, she's just coming off of the Valentine's Day high and her big party right. and everything, you know. So, great party, by the way, Natasha. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you so much. <laughs> we talked about that earlier on in the show, by the way. Um, and then Robert Manny. He's a blogger and author of The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love. He's also the host of a radio show, Guy's Guy Radio, and he's coming to us from New York City. Welcome to the show, Robert. Oh, thank you so much, Cheryl. Hi, Vincent. Hey, Natasha. How are you? Hey. Okay, well, you know what? I'm sitting here with an eligible bachelor, and I don't know if he really needs to figure out how to get the girl, but actually he does because he's gorgeous, successful, um, 30-ish. Well, maybe a little younger than that. Okay, but... and In a and, good city to be in, in, in Montreal. In a good city and still single. So, Natasha, I'm going to start off with you. Do you think women really go for love or lust at the beginning when they meet a man? 
Oh, great question, Cheryl. Um, yes, women kind of go for the lust at the beginning, even if they have the perfect list with all the character traits and they want uh, a perfect partner. It's the lust that's going to get them to the second date. Uh, do you think that rings true for you, Vincent, in your relationship? Do you think women kind of fall for you first and, and don't go deep yet? Because love is part of us, what we were mm-hmm. talking about. It's a deep emotion, right? Correct. Yeah, I think that's normally the first, uh, you know, the first emotion I, that, that comes out. You see you're very attracted to somebody, and that's, you know, maybe your first instinct is, wow, I'm really attracted to this person. So lust tends to come out the forefront. But um, I think that uh, that's a great point. Maybe the second date is where you can get to, you know, other emotions about uh, how you feel about the other person. So, Robert, the guy's guide to love. How does a guy get a woman to go to love instead of start off with lust? Well, it, you know, uh, it's up to the woman. Uh, if you're in the if you're in the kind of the friend zone and you have to start there, there there's there's nothing wrong with that because if you're an authentic man and you have emotional intelligence, timeless style, casual confidence, seductive integrity, uh, you're doing the best you can. And if the connection's there. Then hopefully the woman will see that, and if there is an is is an, a connection there and a magnetism between the two of you, hopefully you'll be able to transcend the friend zone and get into the lust zone. Well, that's something that um, we talk about a lot as dating coaches, and Natasha, I'd love to hear how you feel about this because often it's it's thought of that if a woman starts off in the friend zone, it's hard for her to get out of the friend zone with the with the man. What do you think about that, Natasha? Like, if you want to date a specific man, do you think you can start in the friend zone, or do you have to make it known right from the beginning that that's not where your interest is? You can start in the friend zone with a man. I I do believe that. Um, But you're going to have to make your intentions clear. Um, And men like different type of women, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, a woman's uh, biggest competition is herself. And if she's not... Uh, putting herself out there, letting the man know that she's available, that she wants to be in a relationship, that she thinks he's attractive, then she stands no chance. So how does a woman, if, for instance, you start going out with a gentleman and you see you're in that friend zone, how does she give that intention to him? I think this goes for both men and women. Um, if you're always the listener, uh, the person who is not kissing, who does not engage in sexual activities, who is um, always there for the for, for the person when they're sharing their stories about someone else of the opposite sex, um, then you're going to stay in that friend zone. So it's your responsibility to tell the person, hey, you know what, I'm not your friend, and to stop that behavior of being considered as a friend. What do you think about that, Robert? I think that ultimately the way a man is going to figure out if uh, he's in the friend zone or not is by something physical. So if he's rebuffed on his advances, he's going to realize that you know she's just not into him right now or she's just not into him uh, from a romantic standpoint and that he's in a friend zone. And he has to accept that and be himself. And then if she gets to know him over time, uh, a woman can fall in love with a guy once she gets to know him better, but uh, it may not be an instant sexual attraction, but those things can grow. Oh, 100%. Well, you know, there, and there is a difference. I, I think maybe everybody here can agree. There is a difference between being in the friend zone and then also taking it slow, getting to know somebody, because yep. that lust thing, when we first meet somebody, it goes. 
You know, it, it eventually goes. And then you're left with the characteristics and the traits of the person that you have to love. I mean, mm. you, you have to love those things. So I, I think that we want to differentiate between being friend zone and getting to know somebody. And you can right. make a, a point as well for the type of uh, setting for the date itself. You know, like if it's uh, if you jump in, you meet a person, you right away, you're 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 you have you've got yourself a date, and you're meeting for drinks, say late night. Maybe it's not the ideal setting to be more of a friend zone as opposed to say going for a walk and on a Sunday afternoon, or you know, it's different. Right. Well, we're talking about how to get the girl, and we have two experts with us right now. It's Natasha Nonewell. She's the founder of the Absolute Bachelors Club. And by the way, matchmaker here in the city who happened to introduce me recently to my paramour. And uh, also Robert Manny, who is the author of The Guy's Guy Guide to Love. So we have, you know, can't get better advice uh, than what we're getting here. So let's go into this. So what do you think women want, Natasha? What do you think women are really looking for? Women want direct leading types of men. They want a fun, confident guy. Um, so a, a man who takes charge, who uh, a, a guy, if you're in the friend zone, you've got to work on not being timid at first. A man wants to be wooed. Uh, a woman, I'm sorry, wants to be wooed. Okay. And what do you think about that, Robert? Yeah, I agree advice. with Natasha. I think that women want men to be men, and in a classical sense, but in a contemporary sense, meaning uh, emotionally intelligent, uh, having casual confidence, not being arrogant, but being able to take charge uh, and be a leader and be comfortable in their own skin. So it's very important for everybody in this scenario to know who they are first and foremost and, and what they want. Now, do you think in this day and age people's lists are just a little too long? Vincent's like sitting here scrunching his eyes and looking at me across the desk here going and he's thinking how big is my list is that what's going on in your head right now no I, I was actually <laughs> thinking about our previous uh, our previous guest who mentioned a, a great thing is that you know a you have a lot of options out there right in this uh, social world you've got tons of apps you can meet so many people so quickly and you have like ADHD uh, on dating but in, in the same way what's uh, you know the type of things that um, that you you're looking for at least that men should also have is to be decisive just like you've uh, mentioned Natasha being direct leading confident I think are all great qualities as well and and Natasha when you set people up do you do you help guide them as to who they're going out with and what that person in particular wants I totally do, and what we work on majorly is how to become excellent choosers. So when you were talking about the list, Cheryl, um, I like to narrow down the list to three character traits or values. Yeah, that's and where when I go. We I so we identify the value, and then we identify two actions for every value that, that can be tested in the relationship or at the beginning stages. So, for example, if, you, if someone tells me, you know what, I want a man who's very respectful. So I'll ask them, what does respectful mean to you? And if she says, well, that means that when we're at dinner, he respects um, the waitress or he, he respects people around him. So that's the thing that they're going to have to look for when they go out on the date with them. So Perfect. once we've identified all these actions for every value, it's very easy to determine if this person is a high-quality partner for us. For us. And what do you think about that, Robert? I want to get you to weigh in just um, very quickly here on that. Uh, I, I agree on the value thing. I think what happens with a lot of women in particularly is that 
the longer their list gets, the sh- the smaller the pool of prospects gets, and it ends up working against them. And I don't think, I know I'm being general here, but I don't think men's lists are as long as women's lists. Uh, you know what? I agree with you, and um, I, you know what? I'm going to have to have you both on air, and we're going to just talk about that list thing. Um, so I want to thank both you, Natasha Noel, founder of the Absolute Bachelor Club, and Robert Manny, who is the author of The Guy's Guide to Love. Thank you both for joining us today. That's a, that's a mouthful to say, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for saying it so many times. Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, you can get any information um, about both of these people at solointhecity.tv. Coming up, I answer your dating questions and tell you where to see and be seen with my Solo in the City events calendar after this. This is Solo in the City on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome back. It's Solo in the City, and I'm welcoming again my co host for the month of February, Vincent White. Hi, Cheryl. And it's Solo in the City events time. Time to talk about the calendars. And what's events. going on this week. Okay, so I'm going to start off right away. You know, we always talk about uh, meetup group. So yeah. coming up on February 24th, I have a meetup group now. It's called the I Am Women's Meetup Group. And I will be hosting a Mission of Love seminar. And it's all about the lies you tell yourself and the myths out there about there's no good man, or I'm too busy, all the things we use to cover up ourselves. So we're going to be discussing that on Wednesday night, February 24th at 7pm. You can go to solointhecity.tv and find out the location because right now I haven't really set it up as yet. So you'll have to check it out. But please come join us and join that group. We host a lot of events all the time for women. And um, I would love to see more and more of you out there. Come join us. For sure. And also, you've got an event coming coming up that you're part of. Yes, a big event I'm coming up that uh, I'm involved uh, in. It's called A Rare Evening, A Touch of Red. It's uh, a glamorous winter soiree benefiting the I Believe Foundation, which supports the Hunter Syndrome Research and Rare Disease Awareness. Um, so the theme is going to be Old Hollywood, and there's going to be about 300 people from across the city that are going to be participating in the event. And uh, our special guest for that evening is going to be none other than Mark Cuban, who is the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. Wow. And the NBA also uh, <laughs> Dancing with the Stars participating and Shark Tank uh, participant on the ABC. So it's amazing that he's coming to Montreal. Oh, so it's for this like a event. really star-studded event. It's pretty big, yeah. And we're hoping to have a, a great turnout. So uh, that is on February 25th at the Montreal Science Center. Tickets are $125. And you can go to iBelieve.com for more information. And and this is called the Touch of Red. So do you want people to wear red? Actually, yeah. We're going to have, um, ideally, yes, people can definitely wear red. But for women, we will have red lipstick at the entrance that is going to be donated by one of our partners. And we will also have uh, red pocket squares for the men so but uh, if you do have uh, if you do want to you know add a touch of red to the evening please do uh, you know a, a great event it's going to be um, all about love great people there Correct. and for an amazing amazing cause Terrific. I mean th- yeah. this disease really inflicts um, 
a lot of tragedy, and, and most people don't survive after the age of 15, from what I understand, right? That's correct, yeah. Yeah, so um, get on out there and support this. Um, you know, not to get off topic here, but uh, we got to get back to the dating world here. Um, the West Montreal Singles Plus 40 is hosting a salsa night. This is taking place at Castelloga, and it's a combination tropical with a $10 cover charge. It's a Cuban band. I love Cuban music, and there's nothing better than to get your heart going and starting to feel sexy than salsa. Yes. Right? And, and not the one you eat. I mean, you can share your salsa with everybody else there <laughs> if you want, but you want to dance the salsa that night Correct. and get up close and personal. So this is happening on Friday night, and it starts at 9 p.m. And then also the Montreal Singles 40 is having a seafood dinner and dancing at the Oyster Shack on Bishop. That starts at 6.30 p.m. And then Saturday night, for all you night owls, don't miss Nuit Blanche. And that's taking place on Saturday night. It's live performances, music, exhibits going on all night long. And um, you never know. They just might cast a spell over the city with all their attractions. And it goes on till the wee hours of the night. So that's a lot of fun. And the Festival Montréal en Lumière started this weekend. Right? Have mm-hmm. you ever gone down to that? Uh, yes, very much so. Yeah, every year I participate in the uh, Festival Montréal en Lumière, also known as Montreal Highlights Festival. It's just a great time, and it's always around the uh, Quartier des Spectacles. So, just a terrific uh, event. Uh, a lot of fun, and it goes on all the way till March fifth. So, lots of great things happening. And also, don't forget, if anybody is interested, um, I am hosting my women's retreat at the end of March, March eighteenth to the twentieth. It's going to be a very intimate weekend. We only have a couple spots left that filled up fast. We're really excited about that and join me that weekend will be none other than our own Dr. Lori Batito of Passion, Cindy Charles, Scarlett James who will be teaching us about our feline feminineness and uh, we'll be doing yoga and fitness but really this is a weekend all about empowering ourselves to know who we are and what we want and to become the most dateable you for you first and then for somebody else. So again, on topic as what women want. Ladies, you have to know what you want. So join us and take up those last two seats and join me in March. See it on solonacity.tv. Now, um, we get to our question of the week. The question of the week for Cheryl. So this question comes from one of our listeners, from Mark. And Mark asks, Dear Cheryl, I have a crush on a girl. She's perfect. Everything she does, she says... She's the most beautiful person I've ever met, but she's got this awful boyfriend. Oops. What should I do? <laughs> oh, Mark. <laughs> oh, Mark. Um, okay, so uh, it's it's very sweet that you have this crush, and um, she's taken, Mark, and even if you don't necessarily like the boyfriend, she does right now. So, you know, there are two things here, and again, you know, sometimes it's hard with these questions because I don't know all the details, um, how long she's been with him, etc., if you are really enamored or you think you're in love with this person, you've actually had a connection, you might just want to be the best you can, keep busy, keep going out there, make a life, and position yourself that if she breaks up with him, you're there 
you know, and uh, you don't want to be the rebound. You might want to stick around in the background for a while. But mo- first and foremost, Mark, um, I have to say, she is taken. Do you agree on this one, Vincent? I do, I do. You don't want to be the instigator, but I think you have to be the best person you can be to support her. Right. And um, yeah. And if your friends do not tell her the reasons you don't like the boyfriend, you will not even be a friend anymore. So keep that part to yourself and get out there and date. And um, Mark? I might know some nice single girls for you (laughs) (laughs) that you just might fall in love. Anyway, um, if you have any dating dilemmas, call me at 1-844-744-SOLO or tweet me your questions by using hashtag solo in the city. Um, I want to thank you, Vincent, again, for co-hosting with me this week. My pleasure. Thank you very much, Cheryl. It's been a lot of fun. Of course. And join us next week when we discuss how to stand out in a crowd. And that's where I'm going to brand you silly and um, Vincent knows all about branding too. Join us each week on Soul in the City. We're here Saturday nights at 10 p.m. on News Talk Radio CJAD 800. And remember to keep integrating social solutions with our coaching events and calendar and dating site at solointhecity.tv because we all know it's all about the kiss.